0: Yes people, it's episode 299 Oh, Chris Brain Dumping, it's me, Griff, obviously, how you doing? It is Sunday morning, 23rd of October, it is 1.42 in the morning, so that's Saturday night so to the Ravers, but it is Sunday morning, why am I doing this in the radio voice? Why am I doing this? I don't know, but I'm here, and I'm in it, and I'm not going to stop, never going to stop, we're never going to stop, okay... That's the vibe. I think because it's the time of night it is and I'm in the car, it does feel like that's that's the voice I should have. It's the DJ voice. When I'm usually driving, that's how the DJ sounds. Oh, just some little... All those sound effects are there as well. I think I remember growing up um, hearing those kind of adverts on Choice FM. So Coliseum. 10 p.m ladies in for free before 10 p.m then it's 10 pound after that no sportswear no coats no hats no trainers you know that that big list no guns no knives no sportswear no brand names no machino (laughs) it's just like right it sounds like you don't want any guys in there no groups of guys, more than two guys. Scratch that, no multiple of guys. Guys on their own won't be let in either. Must come in with girls, bagger girls. Ladies, first four drinks are free. Man them, you're paying for every drink. Get your tickets now, call this number. Yeah, because you didn't have bloody internet back then to the order tickets online, you had to call a number. Get tickets. That is mad. That's before my time. Before I was going now, I was sat in the back of the car listening on the radio. But, um, how are you all doing, people? Um, it's mad that I have this much energy at this time of night. Hello, car. Um, uh, it's mad i uh this time of energy this time of night. Like, um, you know, I, I fall asleep in the pod. And I'm recording at 10 pm but it's uh but i'm feeling very awake i was actually going to go to sleep i just realized my uh my lights are on it's just let's just open that close that surely that should uh kick the lights off um because that is our uh, energy That that's just a battery just draining for no reason why why are these lights not going off look terrible podding what am i doing like i said usually fall asleep uh on the pod if it's too late but uh this time I feel the energy, I think it's because I was eating Harry Bow on the train home. I've just done the gig, I was MCing the gig. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm here. There we go, right? Sorry, I was just switching the lights off in the car. Um, yeah, I'm the gig down in Brighton. I was at Comedia again. Um, so, um, hosted that on Saturday night. Some fantastic acts saw Mickey Overman, Patrick Healy, Andrew Mensah. And then there's me hosting. Um, sporting a really fashionable ensemble today, right? So I just touched the mic there. A really fashionable ensemble. So I'm wearing a tracksuit with a roll neck. What? What are you talking about? That's not an outfit. Listen. Naomi signed it off. She went, What? That's interesting. And she goes, I ain't mad at it though, but it is interesting. They obviously, we're trying to sell a house. Estate agent come through. He's... He can't be any more than, like, 21, 22. Youngest, 19. He, uh, he comes in. Noam's like, what do you think about his outfit? And he's like, um... You know, his hand immediately goes to the chin. He's like, um... And no, he's like, what? what What's this? He goes, no, no, no. Do what? It's just... I, I just need time to take it in. Because I've never seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> he said it so sincerely, he's like, ah, oh, nah, because I've never seen this before, Because do what, he goes, I think it works, you know, he goes, yeah, because it's, it's the type of tracks that you're wearing, it works, I was like, thank you, so I, I've created a new thing, I got on stage, I was too gassed with what I was wearing, so I was like, I need to ask the crowd, get my, get my, uh, get, get you know, control my ego, ask the crowd, hey, make some noise if you like the outfit, Everyone's like, "Yay!" I say, "Everyone, we'll see." There like, was makes a noise. If you feel a little like a twat, it's like, a Exact same amount of noise. I was like, "That's ah, 50 50 It's 50-50. 50-50. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear, but it's the new. It's it's the new look. Uh, once I get the video, I'm gonna put it online. Let you guys vote, but. Anyway What's been going on um, In my life And then we'll just say What's going on in the world In my life uh, Where are we Monday The gig this week Yes I also hosted West End Comedy Club On Tuesday It was very good That was very good Um, Yes What else in my life That's it Just trying to sell This bloody house Um, You know um, Trying to think Other stuff Like To go, um, oh, no, no, that's 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 too that's too personal. That one, actually, I oh, know, I shouldn't even say it's too personal. His No it's just, no, 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 but uh um, <laughs> you know it's I overshare the pod, I overshare the pod, um, but yeah, what is it? We, um, actually, no. No, I can. I can discuss this on the pod. Because what I, where I thought I was going, I don't actually have to talk about it directly. Here it is. Today, fuming, wasted our time. We had to go for a hospital appointment uh, for my daughter. Now, it's one of these appointments where it's meant to be a follow-up appointment. And we're meant to do some tests before we you know get the results back before the follow-up appointment. So why are we turn up to this appointment and they ain't got the tests, they ain't got the bloods? Why, why, why is that happening? And, and they haven't booked us in for the other tests that we needed doing. Why? Why, why are we here? And then, it's so only because we was there, we managed to book the test, we were going to get, the scan we were going to get, and then uh we're still waiting for these bloods then we have to book a follow-up appointment in like four weeks time in the hope that we get the scan in between now and then uh, and he gets the test results before we just said can we do this appointment on the phone next time because this is stupid and he was like yeah yeah yeah, sure <laughs> to drive like 30 minutes 40 minutes just to be told we ain't ready for this appointment I was like what this is ridiculous. I can't even say bloody NHS because this is private. I've actually paid for this. This is the level of like, shit I'm getting. Atomic headbutt for you, mate. Um, what else is going on Well, the world? Is everyone getting those emails now at that time of year? where uh, Well, it depends, I guess, when you signed your contracts. But all the bills are coming through. You know, the, the new bills. Hey, last year your bills were this much. But this year they're going to be this much everyone's increased that was my uh that was my broadband telling me that my monthly thing's going to increase uh what else was saying needs to increase i've oh, got some other bills came in like, no this is going up next year yep now you've been a loyal customer for 100 years but this is going up next year so for fuck's sake cost of living crisis whoa talk about cost living crisis this was the going on in the world. I mean, I was talking about myself. What about Lizzie T? Gone. Liz Trust, 44 days. I should have spoke about this on stage. I forgot about this bit. 44 days in the job, right? And she is going to get a payout of £115,000 a year. And people are like, she should give it back. She should give it back. Fuck off about give it back for half you if i did a job for 44 days listen i could do the job for 44 minutes if that is the deal that's the deal and i'm taking my 115k a year and no one can tell me shit i'm telling you but now i've got the well, we've got the race now coming because this year was this uh, week was mad I least just to move on. But I remembered how mad this week was for politics and it all happened so quickly. It all bunched together. Just lost focus, lost control. I lost, uh, I lost my ability to track what was going on. Sweller Braverman stepped down after uh, IT breach, which we all know she, that wasn't the reason she stepped down. You know, I feel like it was a clash of heads about policy and whatever with uh, Lizzy T. And then um, so that was that bit. Then they had the vote, um, Labour's motion to ban fracking forever. And they had scan the scandal whether it was a vote of confidence or not, whether it was a free line whip or not. Ah, gosh, people crying, people resi- uh, resigning accusations of bullying, manhandling, so this is all crazy man, the party seems nuts, now we've got uh, Penny Morden, the only person who's entered the PM uh, race, and it's crazy because Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunat haven't entered the PM race, but they've both got over 100 supporters from Tory MPs. So less penny more cleans up the other 120 odd. Which I doubt she will. If people voting for guys who aren't even bloody entered the race yet. <laughs> but man, they can't bring Boris back. It's on a on the PR level. That is mad. But here's the thing. What really needs to happen is they need to or they need to get a new leader, Tories, announce the budget that's actually being, you know, costed. Um, and then um, Then have have an election Call an election Now I know the Tories don't want to do that But they have to man They have to Because it's, it's just a shambles um, Now With the election like I, said, I don't think Tories would win this state All the polls say that Labour Have got a massive advantage But here's the thing If they roll, I tell you now, if they roll out Boris Johnson, Tories have, that's the best chance of winning an election. Because, what happened with Rishi and Starmer, Rishi and Keir Starmer, right, it will just be a battle of actual qualified intellect. it would be odd, I'm almost interested to see Rishi Sunak um, in, you know, Prime Minister's questions because he's not like an abrasive guy, he just says sensible things. He doesn't say things to catch headlines, you know? I'm just, I base this all on like the COVID updates. He's just felt a bit sensible, you know? And he said after the lockdown, look, tax is going to have to go up. We need to pay for this stuff. And I think everyone in the country was like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Even the bank's like, yeah, thanks, that makes sense. And then Lizzie T and Quasi come on and be like, nah. (laughs) Spend, 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 spend. Cut, 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 cut taxes. And it's just like, what are you doing? This is not the time to be doing that. Growth. So I'm interested to see Rishi versus Kia in like a Prime Minister's questions because, like I said, I think it's remain respectful and end up being quite boring. I'm sure Rishi's got some bars but then so what I'm saying is they'll both be on an intellectual similar uh, pegging similar pegging uh, and Labour have got the advantage here's the thing though Johnson's like a super sub where even if they have the advantage in Labour have the advantage he can pull it back and he really could but it just makes the country look like an absolute shambles if he does come back what, 44 days after? <laughs> That's mad. That's <laughs> like Liz Trussell's like, maternity cover or something. He's not a real employee. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, think what else has happened uh, this week? This week, this week, this week. Um, I don't think anything significant has happened. Oh, boxing. or watched boxing. No, I think I mentioned that last week. So, it was Saturday, so no, I won't do that. I will put you through that again. Um, where is my Twitter? Twitter? Where are you, Twitter? That's so Twitter. Jesus, my screen's so bright. I'll tell you what, I've started watching Love, um, Love is Blind. Yeah? There's this one guy in on there. Called Andrew If you watch Love is Blind Please tell me What you think About this Andrew Dude Just like Because He's a Weird Weird Donny. But I love these Shitty shows I really do um, I like the other Show they did Nick Lachey And his uh, His wife um, What was this oh, I can't remember What that show Is called That's I can't remember. Can you remember? But right. What am I looking for here? I'm looking for trending. Um, Molly is trending. Now she had a kid. Um, I have no idea. Why the No, Molly is trending. I was hoping it wasn't something sinister. I don't know. Um... Stuff's popping off in Ukraine because I can see Dagestan is trending. So Boris and Rishi, um, Kanye West, he's been Balenciaga, split links with him now. It's gonna be interesting to see if he starts talking a bit more sense after this. But I say it's just the irony, isn't it? That it, when it comes to the anti Semitic tropes, like it's it is crazy where it seems to be very consistent i need to probably check the stats right because it feels consistent but it's like someone makes the anti-semitic accusation that jews run the world or they run an industry and then uh and then the person gets slammed and pilloried online and then they get just x'd out of stuff and it's like, I don't know if it's a Jewish person who's X'd him out of these things, but his thing is like, it adds fuel to that stereotype. That Jews run everything. This thing, Jew, Jews in certain pockets in the world, there's only 14 million Jews in the world, uh, do rise very high in, um, in corporations and organisations. Is that because they're Jewish? sometimes it is sometimes it is and here's the thing if you look at the history of the corporations and the industries they rose up in there's a pivotal thing in history that's caused that one of the examples I read right was about the um the dominance of Jewish lawyers in mergers and acquisitions in New York right it's Malcolm Gladwell's book he basically explains that when Jews came over to America mainly from like Eastern Europe, right? Um you can't remember they they weren't white back then. They were Jews. Like Irish people and Italians weren't white. You know what I mean? So they were just Jews. They were immigrants. So didn't really speak the language, didn't speak English. So they had like office jobs, factory jobs, production jobs. That's what they have. They work hard. Or they might have a job, you know, housekeeping and things like that they did all those type of jobs then it's like their kids were the ones who did the kind of uh professional jobs now yeah some of them are business people that did the professional jobs your lawyers your doctors your accountants and at that time so when so i'm talking about the jews going to america this is like the early uh, 19th late 19th century, yeah, so that like 18 something, 19, and then early 20th century, 19, you know, the low 19th. So before the war. Um, and so they'd have kids and they'd become lawyers or whatever. So I think it's around the 1950s. These Jewish, without Jewish names, yeah, they weren't getting into these law firms to work. Or if they were in those law firms, they weren't getting promoted. So what happens, like a lot of the stories that I keep on reading about Jewish people, is this happens. They get excluded. They go over there. They do their own thing. And what they did when it comes to mergers and acquisitions. No one wanted to do mergers and acquisitions. At the time, the culture, the the attitude towards mergers and acquisitions as a lawyer was ugh. As any kind of professor says, why why aren't you doing that? Because that isn't how companies worked back then. You didn't merge and acquire companies, right? But the Jewish lawyers will take the mergers and acquisition jobs. And then there was a turn in corporate culture where actually mergers and acquisitions is exactly what corporations do. And guess what? Because all the other law firms shunned it, they didn't build up any expertise in it. But guess who had the expertise in M&A. Mergers and was The Jewish lawyers. And they were just making money. Hand over foot. Because the fees and mergers and acquisitions is mad. And they're just making cash, 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 cash. And. That, so from the outside. That looks like Jews running the world. They run the legal system. But in fact. It's like no. They They had an opportunity taken well not take away, they weren't given an opportunity, they create their own little thing and they've made it successful. Apparently it's the same with Hollywood. The Jews running Hollywood. Apparently it's the same thing that um, that went a lot of early Hollywood films it was like Jewish people on set and actors and the creatives or whatever. And I think it was, again, it was a similar thing of they couldn't get into doing this something like maybe it was theatre or whatever. So they end up doing their own little thing over there in in what is now Hollywood. So again, it's that kind of exclusion to the thing. Um. So does that mean that Jewish people are colluding? I, I don't think so. But I've said there is an irony that you can't escape that when someone does slag off. Jewish people they end up getting sacked whereas you can run a track record of different groups they've slagged off and they haven't had the severe punishment. Uh, and that just like I said feeds into that trope but what it may simply be is no the guy's boss of the thing you've pissed off they're Jewish so that's what they've got you. It's not that they run the world of collude it's just a thing of hey the guy that has the power to do this happens to be Jewish. I don't know right, man it's interesting when you talk to Jewish people about you know why they think that is anti-Semitism let me me explain that if you don't know why it's anti-Semitism to say Jews are successful Jews run the world Um, and it's this it's not actually the words itself it sounds like a big up right organised community based people yeah but no, the, the anti-Semitism in it is is this, is creating a, a, like a boogeyman out of Jewish people when things are going wrong in the world. It famously happened before in our time. And that's what uh, that's what Jewish people are so scared of, is they've seen it happen before and they don't want this thing to happen again where people just try to exterminate them. Right? So they're hypersensitive to anything that starts going towards Jews or either the cause or the beneficiaries of something that is, that it it just may not be true, you know? And so their sensitivities, that is, eh? we're not having that go again. And it it makes me, yeah, because I guess as black people, we have little triggers as well. That we'll say it's racist. Never enough from the outside. What else is that racist? And I think it's the same. It's just the same of any group. Isn't it? There's sensitivities to it. If you don't know those sensitivities. Then. Maybe you shouldn't. You know. Talk about it so much. <laughs> anyway very wherey, wherey? Why is Twenty One Savage trending? I don't know why. What is he trending about? Has he got an album. Drake, Twenty One Savage, her loss. Collab album. There it is. Adlib's gonna be mad. Anything else trending, nothing to see here. What? How can you say that? Here we go. Is oh, it UFC fight? Strictly no. Right. Okay. Pardon. Big pop. Uh, how long for talking for? Twenty four minutes. Let's go to Dear Deirdre. And um, we can go to bed. And that's the podcast done. That's a result. Right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Ooh, ooh, nice. Considering that I've done IVF, this is mad. Dear Deirdre, my best friend wants me to be a sperm donor so she can have a baby. Oh it's your best friend, she's a girl. How does she want you to donate that sperm? You know what I mean? Like in a little tube? Or does she want it direct? Right. it's the hyperman set. AJ Tracy Live Direct. Okay, we're back again. It's two oh seven in the morning. Sorry. Cause that's the thing. Imagine. My man just fully insist has to be direct. We donate some sperm? Yes. Gives you a pot. He's like, no. Not like that. So <laughs> like, this ain't the guy. Anyway. Uh, dear Deirdre, I would do a lot for my best friend. But I'm not sure about her latest request. To be a sperm donor for her and her girlfriend. Nasmat. Here's the thing. I can do any type of donation like that. Um, I just... I couldn't that. Well, I could, but I couldn't be that close to the couple, you know? I could donate sperm. And if they wanted to the future donate eggs, it's cool. But you can't do it all in one area. That's mad. Um, ah, man. Oh, man. It's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like imagine if you donate to someone you know, and then you're just there watching them discipline their kid, but right? it's actually your kid that you want to interject, but you can't interject because it makes things awkward. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, dear, dear, I do not. Forget, right? We've known each other since secondary school and have been through thick and thin together. Um, I'm male, 32, she's 31, the girlfriend's 34. We all get on brilliantly and hang out regularly. I've been together. They've been together for five years and in the last few years have considered having a baby. Recently my friend broke down in tears and explained that they had both had one night stands with men to try and get pregnant. raw That is mad. That's actually sad and mad because you're a lesbian and you're doing that that must feel so horrible. Anyway, let's see how they want you to donate this sperm. I'm just trying to find out. Because maybe it's like, look here it is. We have a threesome. I've smashed both of you. Whoever gets pregnant, that's it. These solutions, people. Anyway. Um <laughs> five years. Recently, uh, my friend broke down tears. Having sex with strangers was taking its toll on their relationship, and they both agreed that they didn't want to do it any longer. My friend even admitted she was feeling jealous of her girlfriend's fling and questioned if she was bisexual rather than lesbian and enjoying the experience. She came right out with it and asked me if I would consider donating my sperm to them. I was pretty thrown, so I told her I would think about it. She has assured me she wouldn't put my name on the baby's birth certificate. Maybe you'd want it there. Um, So I wouldn't be legally responsible for the child. And that I could see the baby whenever I liked. Jeez. Um, but I'm not sure how I'd feel about my own child being out there and not having a legal say in their lives. Exactly. Uh, I'd feel there was a piece of me missing if I couldn't have a prior father-child relationship. Hear that? Um. Yeah, listen. You can't do it. You actually can't do it. You can't just watch your kids just just you know just being disciplined and raised by someone else because it's technically not your own kid when it technically is it's just crazy anyway uh next one uh who oh god that's rude um Checked out, my girlfriend never wants sex with me since my nightclub business has crumbled. Oh dear, oh dear. So she met you when she was like 21, she could Q-jump all the time. Let's see. Um, Dear, dear, drowning three shots with her friends and getting regular lock-ins meant more to my girlfriend than a relationship with me. Okay, now that my nightclub business has crumbled and all the perks that went with it have vanished, my girlfriend never wants to have sex with me or makes little effort. Jesus. That's horrendous. Um, What? Oh, I've lost my place. Was it just a short one? No oh, what's going on this page? Right, let's let's go again. This page is done. Right, so girlfriend uh, never wants sex text me since nightclub business crumbled. Uh, now night business is da da da. Um to okay. uh, good times now there you go, so she's 28, I'm 33, and we've been together for two years. I feel like she only wanted to be with me in the good times. Damn right! And now that I've not not been so much fun, she has pretty much checked out of our relationship. Yeah, so you've got to set the precedent. You yeah, That's the secret. Setting the precedent and... Um, I was about to say something else. <laughs> I've lost myself. Again, right here it goes. Um, I think this was this did she's a bit boring, isn't it? Let's just check out. I fear that same amount of time before she walks out. Yeah, it's a bit. That was a bit boring. Maybe that's why my brain breaking not read it. I was like, what, what's the dilemma here? Right, come on, come on. Let's see what's up? Um. Jesus, that's that's deep, that one. Let's not do that one. Um, ooh. Oh, that's no, just the pictures. Whoops. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Right, <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, Eric, guys. goes. How do I get my daughter away from a useless boyfriend? I turf my daughter's useless boyfriend out of my house, but she's still seeing it. Um, How can I make her realise... Yeah, how can I make her... What? Yeah, so how do I get my... I turf my daughter's useless boyfriend out of my house, but she's still seeing him. How can I make her realise he's bad news and will hurt her and her baby son? What? My daughter's 24... And I'm her mum, age 50, her boyfriend's 27. She got pregnant last year and I agreed to help with the baby and let her boyfriend move in too. But I soon saw he was controlling and lazy. And I was into, and I was into drink and drugs. So I asked him to leave my house. Oh, and was into drinks and I was. I was into drinking drugs, so I to leave my house. My daughter was heartbroken and says I've split up her family. She's like she's signing with her boyfriend, and now saying that they're going to get a place. I'm worried with all all ended tears and I won't see her or my grandson anymore. Uh, what can I do? Yeah, um, <laughs> what you do? you do, what do you do, he do, 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 do. He's just um, just friend. You know, that bad boy style, Matt Lowry. It's come with the gun in your hand. Uh, no, but it's, it's too late. She's already with him. She'll hate you forever. Um, I think just give him enough rope. To, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't use that expression. <laughs> there you can. Yeah, it's give him enough rope to hang himself. That's what you have to do. And then. Um, they trip up and that's when you just have a little meeting away from the tree away from the uh, away from the cars and traffic camera around the corner and uh, what the hell was I just talking about there I think I was talking about one of the dear Deidre's and I just drifted in <laughs> right the thing, the pod's done we did alright there people I thought I was going to fall asleep but I did and here we are End of the pod. Right, let's get one last deer, dude, read it through properly. Uh, let's see. Right, let's go. Uh, my boyfriend's constant phone sex. Oh, wow. That is mad. I read that completely wrong because that would be mad that you complain about your boyfriend's phone sex. Sorry. My brother's constant phone sex is keeping me up at night, right? Is he actually phone sexing? Is he calling Babe Station? Uh, My boyfriend's girlfriend is keeping, sorry, my brother's girlfriend is keeping me up at night with her phone calls to him. Uh, My brother's girlfriend is keeping me up at night. Yeah, okay. Um, She's 16. What? And phones at crazy hours. I hear them saying how much they love each other. Or worse, having phone sex when they think I'm asleep. How old are you? I'm 14 I, woof. oh man I was nervous I'm seeing 16 so so she's 16 friends crazy that. I'm 14 my brother is 16 uh, we have a share oh God, a share bedroom it's driving me crazy and making me cringe it's making you cringe but it's probably making you jealous. So it's really make you jealous. I mean, wait, you're 14. You're probably not there yet. You're <laughs> jealous. <laughs> you bloody virgin. No, um, listen. You, you can't cock block your old brother You have to accept it. You're the younger ones. Get under the bed. And that's it. Just hold your position in life. Um... I mean, that's bad. Get under the bed, you know. <laughs> your brother's having phone sex. You just plug in your wireless headphones and just pretend it's not happening. That's what you gotta do. Take one for of the team. Anyway, people, that's the end of the pod. That is the end of the pod. I've got a gig this week. I've oh, Colchester at the end of the week. That's what I've got. Colchester. I mean, there's six. Yeah, six, six, six. Um, yeah, that's it. Right, that's it in the pod, people. You lot have been great. Thanks for listening. what's my disclaimer? I tried to introduce. Uh, yeah, if you if you agree with anything that I've said, you know, this is a very serious podcast, and we like to keep abreast of you know popular news. And um, if you disagree with anything I've said in the podcast, then just assume it's a joke. That's it, and then we get we can good to go. All right, see you later. Bye.